Welcome to the Relationship Visionary Podcast. In this podcast, I will question anything and everything you have ever learned about relationships. So if you have very traditional views on relationships and you want to keep them, now is the time for you to turn off. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Relationship Visionary Podcast. Today, I'm really excited for this episode because I'm going to share my vision for relationships with you. And I mean, obviously, I have a vision, otherwise I wouldn't be a relationship visionary. But it's especially exciting to share this vision with you right now because I've recently made a big change in my business that has been a long time coming. Those of you who follow me on Instagram may have noticed that I'm not the jealousy coach on Instagram anymore. And there's a reason for that, which is that I'm finally embracing the thing that I really feel called to do, which is to really revolutionize the way we do relationships. And I want to start the new journey, let's say, is sharing my vision for relationships. Like what is what is the vision that I have and what is what is it that I'm trying to help people create? Because it's more than just not being jealous. It's it's so much more than that. So yeah, let's dive in. The name that I chose for my new Instagram is Freedom and Connection. And there's also of course a reason behind that, which is that to me really it comes down to this belief that I have that we can and we should have complete freedom and deep connection in our relationships. And I know this goes a little bit against what most people believe or what's also been taught out there. Because generally, there's this story out there that you can only be connected to one person at a time. And by definition, then you're not free anymore, right? Because now you're not allowed to connect with other people. So you can either be free to connect with people, but then you can't be deeply connected with one person. And to me, that is all, that's all bullshit. For me, it's actually the opposite. I believe that what the majority of people are doing out there is projecting their needs and insecurities and all of their emotional wounds onto their partner and expecting them to take care of them. And I talked a little bit more about that in the emotional dependency episode. But this is literally what most relationships are based on. And this is what our model of relationships is based on. And this is what all our beliefs that we, we as a society have around relationships are based on. And to me, when you're in emotional dependency, which also means that you can't have freedom, right? You don't, you can't have freedom because you need to make sure that this person keeps taking care of your emotional needs and your emotional trauma and stuff. So you don't want them to get distracted with someone else, right? But that's, that's hundred percent dependency. Obviously that leads to no freedom because the other person can't be free. They have to be only taking care of your stuff. But to me, that also means there's no connection. 
because emotional dependency is not connection. The amazing feelings that we feel when somebody does speak to our wounds, that's not love. And that has nothing to do with connection. Real connection to me comes from two people really seeing each other for who they are instead of for what they can be for each other or for, for what they can do for each other. And just connecting with that person the way they are, everything that we like about them, but with also everything that maybe we don't like about them. Just the person as a whole, connecting with them. And it's not dependent on what they do or don't do outside of the relationship. My connection with somebody has absolutely nothing to do with their connections with other people who are not me. And so automatically, when you're really in connection with your partner, loving them, seeing them for who they really are, and just love having that person in your life because you just value who they are, but you're not expecting them to take care of your wounds, that will automatically lead for, to freedom on both sides. And so to me, it's the other way around. It's not that you can either have freedom or deep connection. It's more like you have to have both. If you don't have freedom, you also don't have deep connection. Or at least maybe there is connection there, but there is emotional dependency 100% masking that connection. So this is kind of the, the center, let's say, of my vision that I have for relationships. And of course, I recognize that that's not too easy to create, mainly because of how we've learned to start relationships, engage in relationships, how relationships are set up in our world. Because we learned this from very young, from a very young age that we're just supposed to find somebody who makes us happy. And how does somebody else make us happy by taking care of our, our lack of happiness that we carry? And that is projection, emotional dependency has nothing to do with the other person and with who they are. And the extreme version of that is literally people who go from one relationship to the next. And I used to be one of them. So that's why I know it's crazy. I used to think that I love somebody and I was ready to marry them. But then pretty shortly after, I could have the, have the same exact feelings about somebody else. And why is that possible? Because it was never about the person in the first place. And I know a lot of people do this. And that is just one example or like one way of showing why what we as a society think is love is not really what love is. And I'm saying connection, but we could, we could uh, exchange connection probably with love. I just don't want to use the word love because I think it's too romantically spoiled. So I want to make it very clear that I'm talking about something different than what most people consider love. That's why I'm choosing the word connection. But yeah, we could use love instead. And the vision that I have for everybody out there, the vision that I think that every, every single person out there could live in their lives, that's really free from societal rules. It's free from all these ideas that people have about what a relationship should be like. And, you know, you should be dating 
for so and so long and then you should get married and then you should have children they call it the relationship escalator so we're not so that's completely irrelevant i'm not that's not part of my vision like my vision doesn't say that you have to eventually end up being married or living together not at all you do whatever works for you and your life situation between the two of you and that's appropriate for the type of connection that you have and your yeah that works for both of you so for me it's really about having people in your life that are a positive addition to your life they don't make you happy but with them it's more it enhances let's say the happiness in your life you don't need them but it's nice to have them around so that's that's really basically the type of connection like that's what i'm talking about as i said yeah obviously that's not easy to create because we're all stuck in the mindset of i have to find someone who i can project all my trauma onto so that i don't have to feel it i don't have to deal with it myself so obviously we're gonna have to be willing to face all of that ourselves like we have to face our fears our insecurities our feeling like we're not good enough all of that we have to face that ourselves and we have to stop expecting a relationship to take care of that for us which by the way a relationship cannot ever heal any of this it can put a band-aid on your on your wound that you carry but it's not going to heal the wound at least not alone it can help can support for sure but you're going to have to deal with the wound that's the only way you're going to heal it and so in order to really create this vision we're going to have to face all of that stuff we're going to have to look inward first we're going to have to first before we can create connection with other people we actually have to create a connection with ourselves and with all of these hurt parts that we have maybe maybe it's not entirely correct how i said it because obviously it doesn't mean that we have to be isolated in a in a in a cave before we can connect with other people but connecting with other people will be very difficult if we are not 100% taking responsibility for our wounds and dealing with them because other people are going to trigger us whether or not that's our partner it doesn't matter but other people are going to trigger us and if we do not 100% realize that something in us is reacting and we can relate with that and we can build a connection with that and we can actually yeah deal with that take care of that we're going to react from it probably we're going to draw conclusions we're going to have thoughts and that's going to prevent us from ultimately connecting with that person for real so that's why i'm saying we have to first connect with ourselves. Obviously, we can have people in our lives, people that support the process, maybe people that are a little bit less hurt and triggered or maybe a little bit further along on the journey so they can actually hold space for our reactions. You know, They can really help us on our way, but we have to do that work. That's the only way. We have to do that work and the payoff is immense. What we get is, as I said, freedom, deep connection, peace, peace of mind, peace of heart, peace of physical peace you know we're going to heal a lot of anxiety a lot of a lot of depression by doing this work and we're going to create the most amazing relationship in our that we could ever have because people people look at me and my husband and they wonder how we do it and that's that's how we do it that's literally how we do it like we like or at least i do a lot of connecting reflecting healing on my own so that I can be the partner for him that he deserves, which is a partner that lets him be who he is and lets him live the life he wants to live. And if 
anything that really he wants to do triggers me, then I take care of that myself. And of course, sometimes people will realize that, well, maybe they're not a good fit or maybe their lives, you know, it makes no sense to be together anymore. But we can't even answer that question as long as we're in deep emotional dependency. We won't know which one it is. We won't know if this is our stuff or if it's the other person. So we don't even have to ask this question right now. Yeah, but that's that's how we do it. And that's that's how we have this amazing relationship. That's why we don't fight. We don't fight. We never escalate. It never. We never yell at each other. Why? Because we reflect and we take responsibility for our feelings. And then we don't have to yell. Then we can pause. We can see, okay, what got triggered? Interesting. I got really upset right now. Why did I get upset? We can connect with that part of us that got upset. We can take care of that. We can take responsibility for that. And then we can connect with the other person, engage with the other person in a calm an empathetic way because we are not the victim anymore of whatever they said right so so that's really the vision that i have i'm going to give you a couple of things that also come with the vision i i have a list of things here that i wrote down that i thought about well how would that relationship look what what would be features of that relationship and i already mentioned a couple of them for example yeah the fact that we can be free meaning that there won't be any rules, there won't be any control, no jealous behavior, you know. It means that the other person can maybe meet somebody else and possibly even date them if they want to. That's not a must. And I'm going to come to why I don't call this non-monogamy or open relationships or polyamory, because I don't think that this is the same thing. And I'm going to talk about that later in this episode. But it means that that you're free, that literally both of you are free to do whatever you want. It means that both of you are still two individual people who don't own each other and you acknowledge that and you really believe that also. I don't think that I have a right to decide how my husband lives his life. I don't think that I have a right to decide who he can hang out with and what he can do with these people. If you really think about it, it's kind of outrageous to think that you have a right to dictate how this other person who who has only one life, they have been given one life, one very limited amount of time on this earth. And to me, the idea that I'm, I have a right to tell them what they can or can't do is kind of crazy, but everybody seems to be believing it. Right. So to me, that's, that's crazy. And, and then when you are living the vision, that thing doesn't exist anymore. And so why is this not, just like polyamory or non-monogamy or open relationships. The reason why why that isn't is actually pretty simple. And it's it's actually in what I said before when I said that there are no rules. Because what I'm seeing with all of these relationship types, modalities, whatever, how you call it, with like the polyamorous and the open relationship and whatever, ethical non-monogamy, all of those funny for, for one they they pr they pride themselves with the fact that cheating also exists as if the fact that cheating exists validates the relationship so there are rules there are clear rules that can't be broken and if they are broken then that's a reason to break up and it's horrible and cheating and so that's to me is all just a different shade of gray it's exactly the same thing that the monogamous people do just 
a little less, let's say. So let's say the leash is a little longer, but it's still a leash. I say cut the leash. My, my husband has no leash. I don't have a leash. And I don't want people to have a leash. Like, I don't want you to have a leash. But, I, but in order to not be on a leash, you're also going to have to be stop holding on to the leash that your partner is wearing, right? So that's why I don't think that this is, this is like non-monogamy because I've talked about non-monogamy at the beginning and I think people misunderstand what I'm saying. To me, another reason why this is different from typical non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamy, whatever, polyamory, is that this, I, I see when I look at these communities out there, I see a lot of necessity to date as if the dating becomes like a hobby or they are looking, there's something that people look for in, in the outside person. They're trying to get something from dating. And again, that is projection. That is looking for a, filling a void. I've heard people say things like, oh, well, one person can't fulfill all your needs. So of course you can date several people. Well, what if no person should ever have to fulfill any of your needs? except for your parents when you were little, but we're talking about adults here, right? So to me, it's a completely different mindset. And I think non-monogamy is a mindset. It's, it's a mindset of letting your partner free and being free yourself, but not going out there filling a void by dating. To me, it's more like being a wholesome being that doesn't necessarily need to project stuff onto other people and that could, if they wanted to, and if they met somebody, connect with that other person and just see where it goes, you know? It's a completely different vibe from, oh, we're on a we're in an open relationship right now, so we're both going to create a Tinder account and then we're going to compare who gets more matches and we're going to see, well, oh, my partner's going on so many dates and I'm going on so many dates, like, to make it even and that kind of thing. And then vetoes, having vetoes, saying, okay, if I don't like this person, then you can date them. All of that, does I don't believe in any of that. So this is why... I think the vision that I have is very different from non-monogamy, typical like the ethical non-monogamy, open relationships, all of that. To me, it's really about letting the other person free and trusting, and this goes back to my trust episode also, trusting them. Trusting them, not that they're following the rules because there are no rules to be followed, but trusting them that they actually want this relationship just as much as you want, that for them this connection between you and them is actually real and that they feel it too and that they want you in their life. And then of course, also trusting them that they are a responsible human being that yeah, takes responsibility for things. Because I always get this question of, yeah, what, what if they don't use protection with other people? Well, the thing is, if you didn't feel like you could trust them with that, well, maybe then you should use protection with them in your relationship just in case, if you don't feel like you can trust your partner that way. But the thing is that you can't control it. And especially when it comes to these kinds of things, it's very stupid to have rules because how are you ever going to verify that they stuck to the rule? How are, You weren't there. You could ask the other person, but let's say that, I mean, that's the only way that you could find out. Other than that, there's no way you could ever verify. So if you don't feel like you can trust them, that they're not putting you in any danger, well, that's a whole other story and that's that's a whole other problem, I guess. Then an another thing that is very typical for relationships that are really based on freedom and connection and self-responsibility is that you probably won't have any fights. That's another thing that my people ask me about my relationship with my husband, that we don't fight. And 
no, we're not in an extreme codependent relationship where we like become one being and uh, we have the same opinion on everything and we eat the same thing and we just basically become one. It's not like that because that's the other way how people sometimes don't fight because they are completely like, I call this perfect codependency when it actually works out and it looks very happy from the outside. But no, we do, we do have different opinions on things. And sometimes my husband wants something that I don't want, or he does say something that I feel something inside me react to. Right. But the reason why we don't ever fight is because we take responsibility for our triggers and we take care of them and we don't act from them towards the other person. And when you do that, what will happen is that you will actually be able to have empathy for the other person. When I say empathy, I know empathy is also a word out that's out there that has been used for a lot of different things. And when I say that, I mean your ability to actually put yourself into the other person's point of view and see see the situation from their side and be like, okay, if I consider where they're coming from and maybe their background and maybe their current situation and looking at the situation, can I maybe understand why they think about it that way? Instead of saying that they're maybe inconsiderate or that they're unfair or like, you know, that's coming from a place of victimhood. And I'm definitely going to make an episode about victim mentality. If you don't get out of victim mentality, then yeah, you, you're going to have fights. 100%. That's just how it is. So that's another nice thing about it. It's like you're going to live with someone that you don't have fights with. You can have disagreements and you can have moments of feeling weird or something is uncomfortable and then you take care of it and then you find a solution or you you realize that that's just your stuff and you don't actually have to address it. That depends on the situation, right? But you won't have any explosive fights. You won't have any of the passive aggressive shit where people then don't talk to each other for three days or I've heard people talk about how they they say mean things to their partners on purpose to to hurt them and as if that's a normal thing. That kind of thing doesn't happen in our relationship at all. And I don't think it's necessary. I think it's it's really absolutely unnecessary, actually. So that's another thing. It's another another thing that will happen if you transform your relationship to this to this vision of being free and connected and taking full responsibility for your emotional triggers. And then another thing that I also wrote down is that and that may be a little bit abstract or complicated to to understand, but I'm going to try and explain that to me, relationships are also fluid. So I don't really believe in labels that much. I mean, I know that I'm married, so it's kind of like we put that label onto our relationship because we, because we called it that we're married. I've called it a marriage. But what I mean is that Somehow the label brings the expectations with it. As soon as you say, oh, this person is my boyfriend or my husband or whatever, my partner, suddenly you expect them naturally to take care of your of your emotional stuff. And, and you also will be probably willing to take care of theirs to a certain extent. But yeah, it's this whole emotional dependency starts the moment we call it a relationship. And I've seen this with clients where the moment they were broken up, even though they were still living together, still in the same situation, every, nothing had changed from that moment on the jealousy was gone. Why? Because the projection was gone, because the expectation was gone. And so so to me, labels really, they're kind of like a sign of an emotionally dependent situation. And for me, a really true connected relationship is fluid, meaning that 
it can change, it can evolve, it can develop, it can transform into a different form or intensity. But if if there is true connection between two people, it's not just going to stop one day. It's not like you're going to break up and then you're never going to talk to this person again and you suddenly hate them. That comes. That all comes from emotional dependency, from projection, from from all of that crap. But if you really connected with somebody and you and it was real, a really true connection, it's not just going to stop. It could, you know, you could you could realize that maybe having each other in your life, like living together, for example, is not working for you anymore. Or maybe one person wants to move to Australia and the other one wants to move to the U.S. Whatever. Or you just notice that you don't want to spend every day together anymore and you just want to, I don't know, not even talk. Maybe you don't want to even talk, but you're always going to have some sort of connection with that person. So that's another thing. If you're really connected with somebody, even if your relationship changed drastically, it wouldn't just end. It wouldn't just be like, okay, cut, like it's done. This person has gone. And the last thing that I wanted to say about my vision or like what's part of the vision is that a lot of relationships or like a lot of the way that I see people define relationships is by sex. So if you don't have a good sex life, if you're not sexually active, if if you're not completely attracted to each other, then you should break up. And I do not agree with that either. And the amount of stress and pressure that comes with that and that leads to so many horrible things like I don't even want to start talking about that that's a complete completely different episode but I don't believe in that at all to me it's friends first lovers second that's actually something that my husband said once and I loved it and what that means is like friendship connections are often much more authentic because there are two people who who don't sometimes that happens in friendships too I want to say friendships friend, friends don't project stuff onto each other because they do but sometimes it's a lot more relaxed and a lot more like, hey, I just enjoy this person's company and I don't have to see them every day. And it's not like I die when they don't text me back, but there's just a mutual positive feeling around each other, right? And that's the most important thing to have in a relationship first. And if you if you only have the sex, if you only have the attraction and you don't have that, well, it's not going to work out. So... But if you only have that, if you only have the deep connection, but you don't really have the sexual attraction anymore, let's say people who've been married for 50 years, that's not a reason to break up. I mean, that's 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 a perfectly valid foundation for a life partnership. And and then if one of them has wants to be sexually active and the other one doesn't, well, that's where the freedom comes in, right? But I don't think that you have to end a perfectly good partnership life partnership where two people really just like to be around each other and they function well together and they like to live together and everything's great. And then they're like, oh, we don't feel sexually attracted to each other. Oh, we have to break up. That's, I think that's so sad. That's so sad. And that's why for me, it's very clear, friends first, lovers second. And taking the pressure and the meaning out of sex, out of like the the physical act of reproduction right there's so many different ways that you could create intimacy with a person you don't have to you don't have to put a penis in a vagina for that or you know whatever i'm obviously whatever you do you know what i mean that's not even it's not even a way 
to create intimacy because that's not intimacy. That's just a physical act that sometimes feels good and often also doesn't feel good, right? But that's that's uh, not that's not what creates connection in, between two human souls. And so we really have to make we have to be careful how much meaning we give to that. I'm not saying don't have a sex life and don't be sexually active and try things out if you both want to do that, right? And be very mindful there also and see if you're actually doing it because you think it's expected or because if you didn't do that, it would mean that something's wrong with your relationship or because you think that your partner is going to cheat or leave you because you're not the sexual partner that they want. Like, be careful be, or be mindful of your reasons for why you are sexually active or like why you do that. But I'm not saying don't have sex. I mean, have sex, have all the sex you want, be super active and and like, seriously, I don't, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that that should not be, that's not the foundation of a, of a good lasting life relationship. And it's also not crucial to have. It's not something that defines a good relationship or like decides if a relationship is good or bad. Just be mindful of the the meaning that you give to that. I think that sums it up. So I guess uh, I've said everything now and I'm pretty sure that if I once I once I stop recording, I'm probably going to think of another million things that I could have added. And yeah, if if it's necessary, I'm going to make a, a 2.0 episode. But for this for, for today, this is it. This is what I have for you. I hope you are a little bit on board with my vision and you're like, yeah, that actually sounds cool. I want that. That's what I hope. I want to inspire you. I want to inspire you to think that there could be another way. And that maybe because I know most people want to be free and they want to be connected. It's just that they don't want the other person to do these kinds of things. And that's that doesn't work. So what if you could have both? And what if there was a way to, to have both that is not excruciating and horrible for you all the time? Because you're going to be jealous and you're going to have to feel all these horrible things. I'm not saying that you're not going to have to feel all these things because you have to. You're going to have to go through that. But what if that is actually something that brings you closer to yourself and it's not going to be a constant thing either. You know, you're not going to be constantly jealous. It's it's like you're going to work through that. You're going to connect with these parts of you. You're going to take responsibility for them. You're going to learn to love them and to help them and to understand them. And you're going to have deeply connected relationships with other people. That's what I want for you. And as usual, if you're like, yeah, that sounds good, but I'm not really sure how to do that. Or here's the thing. I'm always getting this, this and this reaction and I don't know what to do with it. Reach out to me. You know where to find me. Follow me on Instagram, on my new Instagram. And uh, yeah, come back for the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>